Welcome to the Prosperity Babe podcast. I'm your host, Cass Tipper. This podcast will focus on valuable topics to help you step into a life of true prosperity, because that's what we're all after, right? (laughs) Each week, you will hear me speak on topics surrounding personal development, manifestation, law of attraction, building your confidence, self-love, business-related topics, and more. It is my sole purpose and absolute pleasure to help you step into your next level. Thank you for being here. Now let's dive in. Hello, Prosperity Babes. Welcome back for another episode. I am so excited that you're here. On today's episode, we are going to dive into all things Law of Attraction. So this episode is called Law of Attraction 101 for a reason. It is a very important part of manifesting, and I think it is such a beautiful thing to learn about because once you learn about this universal law, you can apply all of this into your life and watch the magic unfold because truly, 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 I can say this from the bottom of my heart, the law of attraction is a magical thing Um, and it's one of the reasons why I live the life that I live and why I attract things into my existence that I have and I want to share that with all of you because I truly believe that we all have it within us. We all have the ability to manifest. We all have the ability to attract and create the life that we desire so badly. And, you know, I want to teach you guys how to do it. So that's what I'm doing on this podcast. I hope you guys are enjoying the episodes so far. Um, All the other ones that I've released so far, the other two, I feel really good about this change that I've made on my podcast. Um, If you're new here, then it will be just the same to you. But for everyone who's been around with me for a while, for a year and a bit, um, I hope you're enjoying the changes because it just feels so much more in alignment for me. And I know that I'm going to impact so many more people with this information. And I'm just so excited and grateful that you're here. So let's dive into Law of Attraction 101, all right? So have you ever heard the phrase growing up, you are what you attract? I started hearing that phrase very young, very early in my life. My mother actually used to say it all the time. She still does, but that just rings in my ears from growing up, especially when I was a teenager and, you know, things would be going on and maybe I would be being a little bit of a drama queen, which is okay. I was definitely, I still am a drama queen, let's not lie, but um, not in a bad way. And you know what? I was a teenager. I was growing up. Everybody makes mistakes when they're teenagers and we're very emotional human beings when we are that age too, going through everything that we're going through. And I just remember all the time kind of like confiding in my mom saying things and she was wonderful, but she would always say, you know what, Cass, you are what you attract you got to change your energy. And of course, I would scoff at her and roll my eyes thinking, what does that even mean? (laughs) I remember it. Seriously, I do. It's stuck in my mind. But here I am now at 31, a spiritual and, you know, mindset coach who has a spiritual podcast. And I'm talking about all the things that my mom used to talk about. It's funny how things come full circle. But I'm sure you've heard that phrase, you are what you attract. And it's true because our dominant thought patterns are what are manifesting into our life right now. So if you take a look at your life and you're not happy with certain areas of your life, it's because your dominant thought patterns are manifesting, okay? So if you have a dominant thought pattern of, you know, I know I don't make enough money, 
and money stresses you out and every time you get paid you have to use it to pay all your bills and you have nothing left and then you sit there and your dominant thought patterns are I never have enough there's never going to be enough I don't get paid enough I'm broke I'm stressed you know I'm unhappy if you don't have any if you work at a job that maybe is not your favorite and your dominant thought patterns are when you're at work let's say your dominant thought patterns are I'm stressed I don't get paid enough I hate my boss. I don't like working here. This is so shitty. I can't wait to leave. And you're just living for the weekend. You're not being present. I get it. I've been there, okay? But really be honest with yourself right now. Can you take responsibility for what is going on around you right now? Can you take full-on responsibility, radical responsibility, for the way that your life looks right now? And it's really freaking hard. When I first dove into this world and started learning about all of these things, I was triggered and I was pissed off. And I opened a book, read the first few pages, slammed it shut and said, no, it is not my fault. I did not create this life. This thing happened to me and this thing happened to me. And, you know, this happened to me and I'm a victim. That's basically how I lived my life for almost 30 years. 27 years, 28 years, let's say. I was a victim to my own life. I was a victim to the choices that I was making. And I didn't do anything to change those dominant thought patterns because it was just easy and comfortable for me to stay negative and blame people, situations, jobs, everything for my emotional state and for the way that my life was turning out. My parents, the way I was raised, different traumas I had been through. I just blamed all of it for how I was as a person. It was when I stopped doing that and took responsibility for changing my dominant thought patterns and taking control of my emotions, that's when I started to learn how powerful the law of attraction really can be. Because once I'd started, you know, doing that work on myself, getting out of the victim mentality, taking radical responsibility for how I showed up as a person, a woman, a wife, a sister, a friend, that's when I started to attract and create a different reality for myself, a more positive one where I was more in alignment and more connected to source. So if that sounds like something that maybe you're going through right now where you aren't really in control of your thought patterns and you want to be a more positive person, then keep listening. And I want to just say something too. Don't get hung up on having negative emotions or down days. I just want to kind of say that as a predecessor to this conversation because we are human, okay? I'm not saying that having negative emotions or down days or negative thoughts pop into your mind is bad. I'm not saying you need to quickly change it to a positive thought and ignore and repress that emotion. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying that having negativity as a dominant thought pattern in your life is very, very toxic because you know, we're all going to have bad days. I still have days where I wake up, I don't feel like doing my gratitude. I wake up kind of in a grumpy mood, you know, something kind of bothers me, but I do things to change my energy. You know, I do things to shift my energy, which I'll talk about shortly, but I just kind of wanted to mention that, like, I'm not saying that having negative emotion is bad or wrong because it's not. Negative emotion is, you know, it's, it's a good thing. And you're probably like, what? (laughs) Let me explain. So having negative emotion 
it's just polarity, okay? There's negative and positive. There's always two sides to the spectrum with everything. We know what it feels to be down in the dumps. We know what it feels to be angry, sad, depressed. But we also know what it feels like to feel blissful, prosperous, abundant, happy, silly, you know, being full of laughter. Those are two ends of the spectrum. And they're both very valid ends of the spectrum. But here's what I want to say. Don't choose to unpack and live and embody your negative emotions. Do not choose to unpack and live there. Because that's what the majority of people do. Like I said, like I just told my story about how I was a victim to my own life. I was a victim to circumstance. I didn't realize that I had any control over that. And that's okay if you're in that state or if you have been in that state. I'm not ashamed of my past. I'm not ashamed of how I used to be because, you know, we, we have to go through things. We have to learn. Some people take longer than others. We're all on our own path and that's okay. But I just wanted to say not to get hung up about having negative emotions, especially when you're manifesting. People think like, oh, I can't have any negative thoughts. That's just not true. Observe the negative emotion as it comes in. Ask yourself, be aware enough that when you feel that negative emotion or that anger or that sadness come in, be self-aware enough that you can ask yourself, oh, okay, well, whoa, I don't feel very good. Why? What is triggering me right now? Write it down. If I wake up in a bad mood, I literally journal it out. I'm like, why am I feeling this way? And I just let it flow. I have no judgments against myself. Whatever comes out on the paper comes out on the paper. And then it's out. I can read it. I can observe it. And I can figure out how to move past it. I know how to shift my energy, which is what I'm going to get into next. Okay? So it's all about mastering your energy. The law of attraction is all about mastering your energy. And what are some ways that you can master your energy? Okay? Because you are what you attract. We already went over that. So if your energy is in a state of you know, low vibe, like I just spoke about. If you are embodying negative emotion, living in victim mode, not doing anything to try and shift your energy, blaming everybody else, all your situations around you for how your life is, that is a very low vibe state. So mastering your energy can look like meditation. And I never used to be open to meditation. I you know, it was really hard for me to sit still and keep my eyes closed and not think about anything. I still use guided meditations because those actually really help me a lot. It kind of guides me through different ways that I can feel things and unpack things. And there's so many incredible guided meditations that you can even find on YouTube for free. I still use it all the time. And there's free apps too. I actually have an app called Insight Timer that's incredible for meditation. So definitely download that. It's free. If you guys don't have it, it's awesome. Um, But meditation is a great way for you to master your energy. Also, a gratitude practice. Do you have a gratitude practice? When you wake up in the morning, what's the first thing you do? Do you roll over and look at your phone or your emails or your social media? Or are you getting up in the morning and meditating and then either doing your gratitude practice in a journal by writing it out, saying it out loud, or even thinking about it while you meditate, thinking of all the things you're grateful for? Hell, you can even do it when you're laying in bed. 
The first thing you do when you open your eyes, lay there, take some deep breaths, and think about five things you're really truly grateful for and feel it in your heart. That's a gratitude practice too. It doesn't have to look a certain way. It'll be different for everybody. But for me, I love to journal things out. I think it's so powerful just getting things out on paper. Um, so I write my gratitude on paper every morning. And having fun. Another way to master your energy is to have fun. And something that you can do is, this is a really powerful practice that I actually teach my clients and I have this um, as a part of my course that I'm releasing soon. And it's called a prosperity list. So essentially what I get you guys to do is I get you to write out 30 things on your prosperity list that make you happy. Things that bring you joy that give you that feeling of feeling totally in that prosperity energy, that energy of prosperity. What are things that are on there? So for me, mine is, you know, kissing my husband or eating ice cream or taking my kids for a walk, going to the park, uh, playing dinosaurs with Leo because he's absolutely adorable. My little two-year-old son, he loves dinosaurs. And whenever I play that with him, it always just makes me laugh so hard because he's just so cute. Just little things like that, like, you know, doing a yoga session, going to a yoga class, um, you know, having a dance party in your living room, just things that raise your vibes, things that make you happy, things that make you laugh, that bring you joy. What are 30 things? And it, at first, when I came across this idea, I was like, okay, it might be hard for me to come up with this. I've seen lots of other coaches do this type of thing too. But this is a great thing for you to do because when you're in those lower vibrational states, you can always pull this list out and say, okay, what can I do right now to raise my vibes? How can I feel better? And these are all natural things that you can do to make yourself feel better. It's just about shifting your energy. Having a dance party works for me every single time. I turn on some really loud music and dance around. My kids love it. It's fabulous. So what are these things that you can do to master your energy? You know, meditation, gratitude, having fun. Make that list, I promise you, it will be such an incredible reference for you whenever you feel you need to master your energy and shift your energetic state. So it's all about matching the frequency of what you want to attract. That is Law of Attraction 101, matching your energetic frequency of what it is that you want to attract into your life. So something that's really, really powerful is writing out your dream life. Writing out your dream life, what do you want your life to look like? If you woke up tomorrow and you were living your dream life, what would it look like? Where would you be? What house would you live in? Would you live in a different house or would you live somewhere else completely differently in the world? Who would be with you? What do you do for work? Or are you retired? Do you not work? What kind of money do you have? What types of things do you like to do for fun? during this dream day, you know, get really specific, really detailed. If you woke up tomorrow and you were living your dream life, what would it look like? Get really honest with yourself. Don't hold yourself back. Don't let ego come in and say, oh no, you don't want to write that down. That's never going to happen. Just shush that little woman up <laughs> in your head, man, whoever it is. I actually named my ego, um, Vanessa. I'm sorry if Anyone that is listening to this podcast is named Vanessa. I don't know why that name just popped into my head. So obviously my spirit guides wanted me to know her name was Vanessa. Um, and yeah, if you name your inner meanie or that ego that tries to hold you back, it will literally help you so much. It kind of makes me sound like a little bit of a crazy person, but that's okay. Um, 
I think it's just something that we should all do and it's fun and it's funny. So pick a name for your inner meanie and then you can just tell her to shush whenever you want. It kind of helps you disassociate from that part of yourself too because so often, this is a little side note here, sorry. Um, for me, I used to let my ego, my inner voice hold me back. If I was excited about something and that thought popped in that said, you'll never get that, like don't even try. And it stopped me from going after so many things in my life that I wanted to. And I'm sure you guys can relate. This is a very common thing. We let our thoughts control us. We think, you know, we get excited about something. You see something that kind of piques your interest and instantly you shoot yourself down. That's not you. That little feeling that you had of excitement when this thing that made you happy came across your path, that feeling that you had in your stomach when you're like, hey, this seems amazing, that's you. That's your inner guidance system. That's your intuition. That voice that pops into your head and says, you know, oh, shut up. You'll never get that. Like, you're not good enough for that. Or you shouldn't do that. Just stay with doing what you're doing. That's too risky. Whatever it may be, we know this voice. That is not you. That is your ego trying to keep you safe, keep you small. So if you name her something else, it helps you realize and disassociate from it, right? And it helps you kind of tap into your intuition a little bit more too to tell the difference between the two because there is a huge difference. And at the beginning of our spiritual journeys, it's hard to tell the difference between the two because we've never tapped into those parts of ourselves before. We've just kind of let our ego take the steering wheel of our life when really she should be in the back seat, not even able to touch the radio, in my opinion. <laughs> she can be along for the ride, but she's not allowed to talk and she's not allowed to touch the radio and she's not allowed to drive the car, okay? So there's a side note. So all about matching our frequency, okay? So this is why writing out your dream life is so powerful. So I challenge you to do that. And whenever you need to match your frequency and whenever you feel like you're feeling a little bit down, you can always go back and reread it to get your vibes back up, to get yourself into that energy. So Abraham Hicks has a really cool analogy that she uses um, to talk about your frequency. So essentially think about your frequency, the energy that you're emitting as a radio station. You want to have your radio station tuned in to what you are trying to attract into your life. So if your radio station is tuned to a bunch of static, it's not clear, and it's, you know, doesn't sound very good and it doesn't make you feel good and you're like what is this you know like it's that negative static energy it's not clear to the universe what you are trying to attract right and then you're just going to keep attracting weird things that you know you don't want into your existence I mean of course when you have desires that's what you want to manifest into your life but if your thoughts are constantly down in the dumps and negative and you're not doing anything to try and master your emotions and master your energetic frequency and raise those vibes for yourself and you're unpacked and living in your negative state, like I talked about earlier, it's okay to have those down days, it's okay to have negative emotions, but it's not okay to let them control you for days and days and days and months and years at a time, okay? So... Like Abraham Hicks said, tune your frequency. It's like a radio station. Have the frequency of your desires clear. Get clear on what you want. Write out your dream life. Reread it every single day. Get yourself into that emotional state of it already being yours. And something else I like to do as well is, I actually just did it this morning before I came to record this podcast, is writing a letter to my current self from my future self. 
So before you get all confused and go, wait, what, what, what? Because <laughs> the first time I heard this concept, I was like, I had to read about it and listen to it a couple times before I really understood, but I'll try my best here. So this is called quantum timeline jumping. And essentially it kind of gets you into that energy of connecting with your future self, which is so powerful because all we really have is now. When we were in the past, all we had was that moment, which was the now. Right now, all we have is now. All we have is the present moment. And in the future, it is also now. So all timelines are going on at the exact same time. And this is probably a little too deep for this podcast, but I'm going to give a quick overview. I will talk about this quantum stuff later. It's all science. It's really beautiful. Somebody who talks about it a lot and explains it really well is Dr. Joe Dispenza. And if you haven't listened to any of his audios or read his books, I highly recommend it. He has incredible ones. Um, My two favorites of his so far are Becoming Supernatural by Dr. Joe Dispenza and then um, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. Incredible books, okay? Incredible. So just a side note there. If you guys are interested in learning more about how the law of attraction is actually science, he is absolutely incredible, especially if you're someone who needs that kind of like solidifying proof. He's a great example of somebody who mixes the spiritual with the science. Um, And, you know, some people need that to solidify their beliefs. So if that's you, then go ahead, because that was me too. (laughs) Um, Anyways, side note, basically, um, I wrote a letter to myself. So I pictured myself where I wanted to be, where I will be, you know, six months from now. And I'm in Mexico in my mind, because Danny and I want to go to Mexico in January for a month with the kids this coming winter. And I'm super excited. And it's going to happen because we're manifesting it. We're both actively manifesting it. And, you know, I'm always looking at Airbnbs, I'm saving all these little places so I can get myself into that energy of knowing what it's going to feel like when I'm there, and it makes it easy for me to visualize too. So I highly recommend doing that, Um, going and looking at places that you picture yourself being, saving them on your phone so you can look at them all the time um, and get yourself into that energy and also use it as, you know, examples for when you visualize. It's fun. Anyways, so I wrote myself a letter and I said, you know... I'm not going to say what I said, but it's just very, um, it's very powerful to do that because then you can read it and it sounds like you're reading a letter from yourself telling you to keep going. You know, this is where I am. This is what I'm doing. You know, I'm so proud of you for pushing through all of the obstacles that you have been through. Keep going. I promise you it gets better. You know, love me. It is so freaking powerful and it might feel kind of silly the first time that you do it, but I try and do it two or three times a week. And I'm telling you, since I implemented that practice into my life, I have been manifesting things like freaking crazy. This is huge. Okay. So again, this is something that you can do to change your frequency, to change your energy, to master that vibe because we are what we attract. Okay. So the last piece of this that I wanted to speak about was the art of allowing, okay? So oftentimes when we're manifesting, it can get, you know, we're doing all the things that we're supposed to be doing. We're doing the visualizing and the journaling and, you know, matching our energy frequency, raising our vibes, being clear with the universe about what we really want to manifest. And a lot of the times we forget to allow those manifestations into our existence, And this is something that I, it was sort of like the missing piece for me for a really long time. And that's why I wanted to share this with you because so many females, especially, I'm just assuming that it's mostly females. So I apologize if there's men listening, but so many 
um, females, I find especially have a hard time with that feminine energy aspect of manifestation because of the hustle culture that we were born into. So, you know, we are taught from a very young age that we need to work in order to make money. We need to work so hard. We need to work, you know, multiple jobs, have all these side hustles and work, 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 no sleep, work. It's the hustle culture. I'm really glad that it's starting to die a little bit because it is so toxic. We need to learn how to rest and allow things to come into our existence. And I find that so many of us, and this was me, until I figured this part out and kind of learned to master it. Um, it took me a while because I didn't know, right? So is the hustle, we're, we're applying hustle culture into our manifestations, you know, journey. And, and it's not good because yeah, we're doing all these things and we're like working so hard and doing the gratitude and, you know, the visualizing all these things. And then we're sitting here going, why isn't it coming to fruition? Like, what am I missing here? When really all it takes is for you to sit down and journal out some phrases like, I allow this manifestation to come into my life. I am open and receiving to, you know, XYZ coming into my life, whatever your manifestation may be. I am open and re- and receiving to this extra $500 coming into my existence. And so it is. You know, just saying to the universe, I'm open Okay, and this is where the um, meditation comes in as well. There are tons of meditations for allowing manifestations to come into your existence. Super, super powerful. Okay, if you're sitting there and you're in a calm meditative state and you're listening to a guided meditation that has affirmations that say things like, you know, I am open and receiving to this manifestation. Um, I am worthy of this manifestation coming into my existence. This is where the affirmations and things come in as well. And this is where the journaling comes in too. So just really kind of having that perspective shift of, okay, I am doing all these things. I'm working on my energy. I'm mastering it. I'm tuning into the right radio station for my frequency to attract what I want into my life. And also just mastering the art of allowing. Let that manifestation come to you. It's all good and well to do the work and to, you know, take that inspired action but it's also a very fine balance. It's a very fine line between the two. You need to have that balance of, you know, aligned action and allowance. And if you guys have any questions about any of this, please reach out to me on Instagram. If you have any manifestation questions, law of attraction questions, if I wasn't clear on something in this podcast, just reach out to me. I've linked my podcast down in, oh, sorry, my Instagram profile down in the show notes for you guys. And I just wanted to say, I hope this served you. I hope you guys learned a little bit more about law of attraction, if it's something that you wanted to learn more about. And I would really love to know what part of this podcast was the, you know, the best for you and what you're going to try and apply into your life. I'm super excited to hear from you guys. So like I said, just reach out to me on Instagram or you can take a screenshot of this episode, share it to your stories and tag me and we can connect that way. Either way, I am so grateful that you were here listening today. I hope you guys have a beautiful day. I hope this information served you and I will see you next week.
Thank you so much for tuning in for today's episode. As always, I am so grateful for all of you who continue to come back each week and support me on this podcast. If you'd like to follow along on my journey or connect further, you can reach me on Instagram and my link is down in the show notes. And if you love what you heard today, don't forget to leave a five-star review on iTunes or screenshot the episode, share it to your story and tag me at casttipper underscore on Instagram so we can connect. I would love to know what your biggest takeaways were. I'll see you guys next week. Thank you.